0: When you can share a story without crying, it means that it's ready to be told. My name is Lauren Eliz Love and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave, inner work, Are you ready let's dive in hello everybody oh my god (laughs) i'm doing a live video in here and i haven't done one in quite a while like a really long time i know i did a couple when i was in sedona but like being grounded in this energy of my house and being able to like be here with you guys um This is very new for me, this is very different, I haven't been in this state, in in this way of being and recording a video at the same time, so I'm, I'm gonna do my best, I'm gonna like get you up to speed, I'm gonna ground myself and I'm gonna hope that everything that I meant to share comes through today on this video for you guys. So first of all, hello, what's up, we are in my Zen Den. Uh, I am back here in Connecticut after seven long months of separating myself from my life to do healing work in Sedona um, and not healing other people, like healing myself, working on me, doing all the important things that I really wanted to do. And uh, now I'm back and I'm grounded and I'm centered and I'm real nervous, but like super excited about where things are headed for me. And of course, I wanted to record a video to talk to you guys about what has been happening for me behind the scenes and just kind of explain. You know, I've spent so much time with my marketing and my branding on Instagram talking about my healing process and what I've been doing and these breakthroughs I've been having and what old patterns I'm breaking through, right? I've been documenting like the me stuff, the stuff that's been going on for myself, but there's this whole other layer of. Um, stuff I've been navigating related to business. And I felt like this would be a really great time to record this for you guys, to talk to you about what's going on and to share it inside of this group because we have like 24,000 awesome business women here inside of this collective space. So if you're watching this video, um, I would really love to know first and foremost, like how long you have been following me and this community? How long have you been a part of whether it was like the what is perfection days or the badass business babe days or the business babe days or here, maybe you're just new, but I'm really quite curious when you've started to be a part of this community. That's like really important for me. Um, because I'm going to share a lot today and I'm going to talk to you guys about everything. And I need to kind of like get you all up to speed about this whole beautiful process that has been, um, You know, navigating my healing journey and how that affects my business. Um, When I started to go on this healing path of uh, really working on myself and going deeper into my inner work to the point where my business was no longer the top priority for development, right? I became the top priority for development. I was focused on myself. I would get a lot of messages from women who would ask, hey, how do you balance? Like, how do you take care of yourself and do all of this inner work and also balance your business responsibilities. And I was like, Psh, it's easy. It wasn't easy. Okay. <laughs> like wasn't easy. It may have felt easy in the beginning, but after a while I started to think about all those messages I got from women in the beginning. And I'm like, Oh, I know why they're asking this now because this shit is really hard. Like <laughs> break up. Oh my God. It was, it was challenging. Like I felt like I was breaking up with an old part of me and, and healing this part of me. And then at the same time, trying to like integrate that into my business and like figuring out, well, how does this like apply to all the work I do and all the mission I have? And so, um, that's what I'm going to talk to you guys about today. Okay. That's what we're going to share. Uh, Let me see. Ariel says, Lauren, you look amazing. You're absolutely glowing. I've only been in here for about a year, but I love your energy and your vulnerability and life and business. Thank you. Thank you so much. That makes me happy because, um, I don't love my vulnerability like right now in this season of my life because, um, it's very vulnerable. Like (laughs) vulnerability is great. I enjoy talking and being open and real with you guys, but at the same time in this season of my life, vulnerability feels even harder because I'm getting deeper and deeper into myself and like sinking into my trueness. And with that, there's like a lot of pressure uh, that comes through my body, like this fear of rejection or this fear of failure or this fear of not being enough. Um, Somebody asked me once, like when you're on your healing journey uh, and you're on your business journey, whatever it may be, right, whatever journey you're on, you fix your inner work stuff and then boom everything's great and the answer is no it's like a lifelong process right your soul in this lifetime came here to heal so this idea that we're going to do like one little itty bitty chapter of inner work and then just party all the time and enjoy our life like yes and we're going to still have those wounds and those patterns come up continuously so you know in the beginning i was afraid to be vulnerable i was afraid to talk about what i was moving through i was afraid to share my life i was afraid to you know open up about the things that i had been through and then that was easy at one point what was hard became easy and then i started to grow and change and then there was a new layer of vulnerability that felt challenging right? And in this season of my life, my layer of vulnerability that feels challenging is sharing with you guys specifically what's going on behind the scenes of my business and how it's making me feel and what's coming up for me and how I'm navigating it because it's what's happening right now through me, right? And many other times, you know, this approach of like, uh, you don't really share anything until you're healed, right? I once heard this from in the early days of my study, I once heard this from a blogger who said, when you can share a story without crying, it means that it's ready to be told. And sometimes there are certain instances and cases where, like, it's actually really helpful for the world for you to share what you're going through, like, right now, right? Forget how people see you, forget whether or not you're good enough, forget whether or not people are gonna accept you for it. Sometimes the real medicine and the real power in your message comes when you can actually just show up and go, here's what's up. Like, here's what I'm moving through right now. So that's what I'm going to do for you guys today. Are you ready? Um, And thank you for telling me I'm glowing. I'm in this Also, in this season of my life where I'm really enjoying different, like, skincare products. So, I've been cleaning my face more and um, cleansing. Osea is, like, one of my favorite brands, if you don't know. And then I got this other brand that's made out of, like, bee honey. I'll share it with you guys on Instagram. But it has been, oh my God, it's just been so fun to, like, take care of my face because I never used to do that. Um, Okay. So, we're going to have a conversation and it's going to be real and it's going to be raw. And I'm going to tell you everything that's going on. Like we're cuddled up with a cup of tea. The fireplace isn't lit, but let's just pretend it is. Okay. So here is my story, you guys. Before we dive into like what's happening right now, I would really love if all of you who know me well can just be patient for a hot minute while I just get everybody up to speed about what my journey has been because we have new women in here in the sacred success community. I'm going to share this on the podcast. Hello, new podcast people. You know, um, there's an importance in sharing my story and what I've been through in that there's, there's, um, relatability and there's through lines. Uh, it's I'll talk about this more inside of my program called Heal that comes out in March, but through lines are like these common trends and patterns that we see in our life that show up everywhere right? If you're afraid of judgment in business, you're probably afraid of judgment a lot in your life. It's a through line. It's not just something that exists as a business issue. It's like a big part of you, right? And so my story has a lot of through lines that are really helpful and and really powerful to share. So that's what we're going to do. And then I'll tell you everything else about like where I'm at now and I'll keep the story brief. So basically I started my business journey in 2015. I had done everything right on paper in my life because I got very traumatized in my early teenage years. Um, I was raped my freshman year of college. And so I went right after that into this pattern of do everything right, do everything your parents tell you to do and you will be happy, right? Get, Get married, find a husband, settle down, get a good job, get good grades in college, graduate, life will be great. And I did all of that because I was really fearful And I had been through a lot of trauma in my life. And I thought that the solution to creating joy and happiness was to follow this path that had been presented to me. A lot of us call this like the matrix path, right? Go to college, study, get a good job, get married, buy a house, picket fence, have kids. And I was doing all of that and going after all of that under this false pretense that it would bring me joy. That if I reached this certain ultimate outcome of, my life as a uh, television news producer and as a wife, you know, if I reached these goals, then suddenly I would have parents that were really proud of me and I would get all the love and acceptance that I wanted to and I would feel really accomplished and good about myself. And so I chased all these things and I did all of that. And then that feeling didn't come. And I was left feeling really confused. Like, wait a minute, I just dedicated my whole career to like this pursuit. And now I'm arrived. I got married. All right. I had a a first husband and I got the job and I got the fancy career and I was there and I'm like, this sucks. Like I'm not fulfilled. At the same time, I had this calling in my heart to fully be myself. And I had been conditioned for much of my life to not be. I was told that I was too loud. I was told that I was too weird. I have memories when I was a kid of like wearing feather earrings with my Catholic school uniform and getting so bullied by these guys who told me I looked like a hippie, right? I was not the girl that fit in and I missed out on a lot of love and connection in my childhood because I felt like I needed to be something different to receive that love. And this is really common for like a lot of light workers. You know, give me a like or a heart in the comments if you've been there before, if you feel like you didn't fit in, you didn't belong, you felt kind of troubled as a kid. That's a common pattern for uh what we call light workers or star seeds or like people who are here to make a difference in this lifetime who may not necessarily live by like the regular standard of what of you know, a Western dream is, right? But we feel different and we go through life and it's like, nobody gave us a rule book on like how to be a human, right? And so we're navigating rejection and we're navigating fear of failure and we're navigating not being good enough and getting hurt and like all this stuff. And it's really hard. Like it's for for lightworkers and starseeds, it's really freaking hard, you guys. Like I get it it was so challenging for me and um you know when i grew up and i you know moved through when i oh, had this trauma in college this is also really important to note i had this trauma and many people who go through traumatic experiences they numb and try to move forward right and that was what i did so i attempted suicide and then i got diagnosed with all these mental illnesses and then I went through this process of self-medicating with alcohol and with, um, antipsychotics or like mental health medications. And it wasn't until just recently where I was able to like really process all of that and move through it. And it was a huge thing. And I'm going to talk about it here. I promise. And thank you guys for listening. I love having all of you here. Like, I feel like I'm cozying up with you. It's been so long since we chatted and it just feels really good. Um, yeah. I love this. I feel you, sister Shelley. I feel you. Um, Brianna says, I always was trying to be perfect to be accepted. So here's a thing I did just to touch on this for Brianna. Um, After all my bullied years in grade school, I was like, I'm gonna go to, it's gonna be summer, and we're gonna have off from school, and I'm gonna focus on being the most beautiful, perfect version of myself I can be. And I watched Legally Blonde, and you know that opening scene where she's like getting ready? It's like, just the quick like um, credits in the beginning of the show, or the movie, and she's like shaving her legs, and she's getting dressed nice, and you don't see her face yet, and she's putting on this jewelry. I was like, Elle Woods is who I'm going to be. And so I got the same jewelry. I got the same shaving cream. And like every morning I just pretend to be perfect. And I had this like, oh, this drive to just figure that out and just finally be like whole. And I never really felt that way as a kid growing up. Nobody really gave me the tools. Nobody really taught me how to build self-confidence or how to feel good about myself, right? Or how to be proud of my achievements without chasing approval from my, my peers or even my parents, you know? So there was like a lot of confusion, um, growing up for me. And, uh, with all of the trauma that I had been through, I was really conditioned to believe that that was like my dirty laundry and not to share it. So my mom, I remember after I, uh, this was after I got out of the psych ward when I was 19 um, she's, we went to go visit my grandma and she said to me, listen, you know, I know you've been through a lot, but can you please not tell your grandma what has happened? And so my mom was just trying to protect her mom who was older, right. And didn't want to stress her out or cause her a heart attack or anything. And my mom didn't really know the extent of what I had been through, but I internalized that as like, Oh, you can't show people who you are. Like you, you can't be yourself. You can't express what you've been through. You can't talk about what you've been through, and what you've been through is makes you um, used goods, right? It makes you like a bad person. So I hid a lot of this growing up, and then did all of the things right on paper. Got the career, you know. I was a TV producer for CBS, and I was like, "Here's my status. I've achieved it, but I feel miserable. Something's missing." And I felt this, like, calling within me of, of like, hey, Lauren, like, you've been through so much in your life. You need to share it. Like, go write a book. Go start a podcast. Go start a blog. Like, do something to share what you have been through in your life. And I felt like, and this is, I think, where a lot of life coaches start or a lot of women who want to embody a personal brand in their life. It's this desire to reclaim a part of you and to publicly reclaim a part of you to heal, right? So this idea of like, I want to be a life coach. I want to share my story. I want to help people by, uh, you know, walking them through what I've been through. All of this is about a reclamation of old self. The person that you're helping in the online space by sharing your message and by talking about what you've been through is an old version of you. Right. And so it's this idea of like, I'm going to declare and I'm going to claim who I am, what I'm about. I'm going to be public about it. And this is where I think some people get stuck where it's like this fear of doing that. Right. Oh my God. What if I'm rejected? What if I'm not enough? What if I can't do this? Right. All of those stories. But my drive to be myself was more important to me than my fear of not being enough because I had never been enough. So what did I have to lose? So um, I was thinking about it and dreaming about it. And I maybe started three or four different blogs while I was in corporate space, trying to, um, you know, balance this drive I had to want to do something special with my life and then also needing to pay bills and like being a responsible adult. And at the time I was recently divorced from my first husband. I was getting my life together. I had my own place by myself. I was just starting to like get my roots and I was working out and I was reading personal development books. I was changing my life. It felt so good. I started to manifest beautiful opportunities like a dream vacation and an incredible man who's now my husband today. And so in 2015, we went to Sedona on our first little vacation. It was within the first year we were together. That was 2014, maybe. And uh, we went during like Halloween season and we went to Sedona and I had never heard of it. I didn't know what it was about, but I was like, all right, this is cool. Like red rocks. I like to run, I hike, it's fun, let's do it. And so I went and we did this hike one day. And um, at the time I was on um, some antidepressants. I think that's, and I was still drinking. It's important to mention that because um, these things when we talk about healing these substances or these like medicines quote unquote you know that we use to like cope with stress or anxiety they can numb us out right alcohol is is a it's not that alcohol is a bad thing but when you're using alcohol to numb out or to escape what you're feeling or you're using medication to numb yourself out you're you don't feel as much in your body you don't feel as much energy you're um It's my mom used to say I I was like a zombie. Right. And that's not the case for everybody. But for me, I was very numb. And we went to Cathedral Rock, which was supposedly a vortex. And I didn't even know what vortexes were like. This was like a whole old version of me over here. (laughs) Now I'm like banging my drum on Cathedral Rock feathers, you know, staging everything. I've come a long way. (laughs) Anyway, um, So we went to Cathedral Rock, and it was really foggy, and it was, you know, Matt's very organized in scheduling, so it was a a hike that we had on our schedule, and we couldn't miss it, and it was something that we were going to do, and so we went on this hike, and the whole time it was like super foggy, and I was complaining in my mind, what's the point of climbing up this thing? It's slippery. I can't see anything. There's no view. This is so stupid, and then we get to the very top, And, um, there's kind of like this horseshoe style cliff that you walk all the way to the top to, And so you're at this like big cliff, you climb and climb and you don't see anything. And finally you get to the top It's this huge view, but it was foggy and Matt and I kind of parted, we separated and went different ways. And while I was standing there, I heard, we talk about like clairaudience, clairvoyance, right? Clairsentience there are different ways to feel intuition and spirit through our body some of us it's like just a knowing or a feeling some of us can hear like we hear a voice that comes through and it's like within us still right but kind of separate at the same time um, you know for some of us we can see things right and so these are um, these are innate spiritual gifts that we all have within us they're just not all activated because we are human beings living in a human world and we forget that we can do these things. And so I got to the top and I at the time was like, not really spiritual, not really doing anything, but I heard this message and it said, oh, you're here, let me show you now. And right after I heard that, all of the fog in like a matter of like 30, 40 seconds, just like dissipated. And I could see for miles and miles and miles. It was the most beautiful view I'd ever seen in my life. And I started to feel all of this rising energy through my body, which now I know this is Kundalini awakening. When you feel the energy move through your body, kind of like in a snake sort of style. Oh my God. Yeah. Getting goosebumps. I, I had goosebumps all the whole time and I was crying and crying and it was so profound. And I remember I texted my dad and I was like, dad, I think I felt God today. And he was like, okay, like that, that was it. So, (laughs) that happened. And then I went home and my life started to really fall apart, you know, in this sort of like rock bottom way where my career got really, really stressful, really, really hard. My relationship with my partner got really, really challenging. It was like dark night of the soul, like threw me in there. And I got so miserable that my drinking habit, because I was so stressed from work, started to get really severe and my husband would come home and find me just like passed out on the floor of the bathroom or in the living room. It was so hard and so challenging. And like, to this day, I still feel embarrassment, like even talking about that, right? Because it was such a hard time for me. And um, I know I'm not the same person anymore, but like, it was really hard, you know? So I had this choice. I could stick with this abusive new boss I had. I could stay in this career I was unfulfilled in. I could just pay the bills to make ends meet. I started looking around my office and I'm like, everybody who's been here for like 10 years or more is miserable. Why am I still here? Right? There's no promise in sight for joy or prosperity or happiness. But I was scared because I knew that if I were to take this leap and if I were to do something different for myself, I didn't know what was on the other side of that at least I knew that if I stayed, I would be miserable and I could like cope with that, right? I didn't know what was on the other side of this big leap of just quitting my job, right? Um, And I I think for a while, the fear of not knowing was more important to me. So I stayed and I tried to compromise and I, I tried to just, you know, stay put. But the noises and the signs and the chaos just got harder and harder and harder. And finally, I felt like I was pushed into this place where I just didn't have a choice. And I quit. I had a choice. You know, I had a choice, but I quit. And I pulled, um, I had long talks with my husband and we were just dating at the time. And we kind of came to this agreement of like, look, you want to do this. I'm fully supportive. That's what he said, right? He's like, I got this. Like, I support you. Um, give it a year. Let's give it a year. So I quit my job. We let go of our apartment. We moved in with his parents. It was, um, very humbling to say the least, right? I went from having a beautiful apartment close to the city to, um, not being able to pay my bills and working every day and like getting up and sitting down at my desk and pounding away these blog posts about my life and my story and trying to make money and stressing out and figuring out all the ways to do it. And I did it. I I did it. I built What Is Perfection, which was my first personal development brand to a multiple six figure brand within less than two years. And it was amazing. And it was absolutely beautiful. And I felt so aligned and so in my purpose. And then um, I wanted to make more money. And rather than being patient with my mission and my purpose and what I was really connected to, which was personal development focused inner work, I felt like I wanted to take a break from that because I started to notice that I still had a lot of work to do, right? I still had these trauma patterns that were coming up in my relationship. I was trying to get sober and I was struggling with that. I was stressed and overwhelmed with my workload. And I felt like almost at this level of like, it didn't feel in integrity to be teaching people just solely personal development work for the sake of healing because that was my chapter that i needed to be on so i started to look at my business and pay attention to the signs and the synchronicities and i noticed that so many women had passionate beautiful stories about their life had a deep desire to help people had a true calling to make a difference in the world and they were getting stuck in their business strategy and after i had been through that and tried everything and finally through all my trial and error, I was able to cultivate a really beautiful strategic like business process that has allowed us such prosperity. I knew that I wanted to share that with the world. So I started to share it and I started to talk about how I made multiple six figures and then how I made half a million dollars in a year and how I did that twice and what I was able to learn um, through the process of trial and error. I then turned into strategy for my students. So that's why you guys, a lot of you have been in Six Figure Biz Babe. You've been in the Coaching Mentorship. These are my signature programs that have been able to help so many women who have passions figure out how to make money in the online space. And that was going great. Like smooth sailing, everything's great, helping people make money, feels so good. And I started to chase money. I started to be so obsessed with this lavish lifestyle. Right. I'd see so-and-so on you know first class flight, and I go, Oh, I, I need that. Or I would see a designer handbag and go, oh, I need that. And I started to believe that success was attained outside of myself, that it was something I needed to buy to prove that I was successful, or it was a milestone I needed to hit in my business to feel successful. And I started chasing and chasing and chasing and getting more stressed out and more overwhelmed and and more confused. And then I started to figure it out, right? And I got real good and I got grounded and solid and the business grew again. And it was like this whole new layer. And the more I started to deepen my relationship with spirituality, the more things started to change in my business. It was like the more I was becoming myself, the more that things were out of alignment, were falling off. Right. So the, the more I worked on me, the more I realized what was not in alignment for me and I needed to make changes. And I felt this calling to sit with ayahuasca. This was a year and a half ago. And, uh, I booked this, uh, opportunity in Costa Rica to go sit. And right after I did that, I got hit with Lyme disease and I was so confused business was stressful. I was like navigating so many different layers of, um, struggle in my, in my personal life. Right. And I was off of all my medication. I was off of drinking. I was sober and I felt this uncomfortable anxiety that was with me all the time because I had not processed what I had actually been through. Right. I never processed. I just masked over it and ran through. And I think a lot of us do that when we go through hard times. We think that like healing is being able to just move forward when in reality, healing is about integrating those parts of you and understanding them and forgiving those parts of you. And so um, my trauma was like sitting there and I didn't really know it. And I was masking it, just avoiding it with binge eating or overworking or Uh, just feeling anxious all the time, whatever it may be. And um, then when I booked this trip for ayahuasca, I got Lyme disease right away. And it felt like a whole rattling of my nervous system. Like, I don't know how many of you guys struggle with health issues, right? Whether it's overeating or joint pain or gut issues or, you know, IBS, whatever, whatever thing you're carrying for your body right now, there's an emotional need There's an emotional reason why those issues are coming up. And for me, it was because my body was so shell-shocked from all of this trauma that I didn't know how to be peaceful. I like literally, I didn't know, like it just wasn't in my body, right? I never taught my body how to remain calm or how to be present or how to trust or how to feel safe because what had happened to me when I was younger made me feel not safe. And then I just masked through it. So all of this was coming up through the medicine and I continued to pray and and study and be hopeful. And then I went to Sedona on a girl's trip after sitting with the ayahuasca medicine in Costa Rica and I got introduced to combo medicine. And combo is um, a purgative, it allows you to purge to release toxicity but also to release emotional trauma that's trapped in the body. And I started to do that. And so my friend, Catherine, she's like, I think combo is going to be really good for you. 18 ceremonies later, right? Like I went in it. I went so in it. And they say that the combo medicine is a medicine that releases all that no longer serves you and like helps you reclaim the parts of you that are really meant for you, right? So right after I started to sit with combo, I went back home to Connecticut and I got this, I'm still sick. I was still navigating all this pain in my body, being unable to get out of bed. It got so bad, there were moments I couldn't like lift my arm up past here and that walking hurt. Like I was really in a lot of pain and I was desperate and I had tried so many different things. I had tried pharmaceuticals, I had tried uh, rheumatoid arthritis doctor, I went to a gut specialist, I got blood work. Like I just, I did everything and nothing was changing And here I am trying to grow this business and my health is taking a toll, right? I didn't really know what to do. And so again, I heard a message, right? And the message was, you need to go to Sedona long-term and you need to learn things there. And if you do, your life will change. And so I was like, it's crazy. I don't have the money for that. It's wild. Like I should be saving for a house. Why I can't tell Matt I'm gonna take a long vacation. That's crazy. But I did, and I just went to him and said, look, I am getting this message that I need to go to Sedona for three months. It ended up being seven months, um, and that I need to do some healing work there, and that my life will change. And that launch, around that time, I had a launch, and I promised myself, if my coaching mentorship launch is a big hit, right? If we do really well, that's a sign from the universe that I'm meant to use some of this money to go to Sedona to take care of myself. And our first day was not only record-breaking, but we basically made all of the sales that we usually make in a week of launching in one day. And so I sobbed, I was sobbing and crying. I'm like, oh my God. All right. So I went to Sedona and I healed and I did crazy amounts of inner work that will be saved for a later time in this conversation. But I'm just going to tell you like when you start to do inner work, like be prepared for your life to change and be prepared for you to change and be prepared for your relationships to change and how you perceive things in this lifetime. A lot of stuff will change and the integration of that can feel really challenging. You know, you have an awakening and suddenly your career feels like garbage or you want to end your marriage or you get a breakthrough that's going to change the trajectory of your business. Like spiritual awakenings they, they wake you up, right? They rattle you, they shake you, they shift you. And they can be gentle too, right? Like we can have gentle awakenings, but the point is not to be hard on yourself if it is hard, right? If you're navigating that. Um, but everything starts to change and it's beautiful. And I, when I was in Sedona, I knew that it was like all of my life started to really make sense, right? Like after all of this inner work and these realizations, I can now recognize that everything that I have been through from like a young child, right? Like being bullied, not being accepted, feeling unseen and unheard, uh, being raped at a young age, right? And the consequences of that, all of that I now understand and I now love it. And I'm now grateful for it with like every fiber of my being and I realized that like our souls in this lifetime. Like, yeah, we want to make a lot of money. That's beautiful. But if that's the only thing that you're chasing, there's something else going on that you're avoiding. Like that's the truth. If you're in, you know, at your computer every day, hustling and busting ass, and you're not also at the same time looking at yourself and being aware of yourself and paying attention to how you're feeling and what your wants and your needs are for this lifetime. Like, you got another thing coming, the universe is going to knock you over the head with some real truth because money doesn't matter, right? Money is a tool that allows us to live a really beautiful life and we deserve it and we are all worthy of it. And at the same time, it's not the purpose for life, right? There's way more to the purpose of life. I, my vision boards, like I was laughing because I came home and um, I could actually share it with you because it's in the uh, fireplace I'm gonna burn it. So I had this on my my wall up here. It was like my 2020 vision and I hadn't been home in seven months. So this was kind of like a little bit shocking to me. So I had an income goal and then I had certain amount of people I wanted to hit my email list. This was my 2020 vision of life, okay? Like this is what I wanted to achieve for the year. Certain amount of people on my email list, certain amount of Instagram followers, a certain size of this Facebook group, certain amount of people in my membership, a Chanel or Gucci bag uh, after a $100,000 month. Um, what else? Buy a new luxury vehicle. The stuff I wrote down was so superficial. It was so unbelievably unfulfilling, (laughs) like they're great and they're beautiful and they're awesome. But like, where is, you know, find self love or where is learn to feel comfortable in my body or where is, um, you know, have a meditation practice that allows me to connect to spirit. Where are those things on here? I was so wrapped up in this 3d reality of like chasing things and thinking that they would bring me joy. And what ended up happening for me is that I got all those things, right? I hit my income goal. I hit all those things, but they were byproducts. They were the outcome of me doing my personal inner healing work. They were the outcome of me dedicating myself to be better, to improve, to change, to grow. So when I was in Sedona and I was in the thick of it, like really sick, when I, um, oh, thank you, Vanessa. You're so sweet. And my ear's ringing. So I think that's like a little sign from the universe about something. Um, So, when I was in Sedona and I was in the thick of it, it was really hard because I knew that everything that I was going through was preparing me for what I was going to teach and what I was going to talk about and what I was going to share. It, I had this like knowing that like it was like a hazing process, right? Okay, seven months. Who else do you know that has been able to just like do healing work for seven months of their life? Like focus on just taking care of themselves for seven months away from their families, away from their home, away from their responsibilities. You know, that was a real beautiful gift that I was given, right? Thank you, like I'm so grateful. And that gift comes with responsibility because it's not enough for me. I I would not be fulfilled in this lifetime if I believed that my whole purpose of struggle, obstacle, challenge, difficulty was to dust myself off, brush it off, and like just move forward with my life. That's not the point, right? All of this stuff that I've been through has been the point and it's been the point because I'm meant to teach it and I'm meant to share it and I'm meant to help other women navigate it, right? So the universe kind of put me through this process and while I was there, going through this healing for seven months, Um, I had this knowing that business babe, this brand that I had once identified with was no longer going to be alive, right? Like I was going to remove this entity from my identity and say, I'm, that's not how I identify anymore. I'm not business babe, right? I'm Lauren. This is me. Hello. Don't like it. Goodbye. You like it? Stay. Yay. Right? Like, I had to be able to claim myself and I think that's also something I see in the online space is that a lot of women are like wrapped up in, you know, a sexy brand name and, and really what that is sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes it's because we're afraid to claim ourselves. Like we're afraid to just be like, I'm Lauren and I'm enough and I'm awesome and I have so much to teach you. Come hang out, right? Like, <laughs> like, well, like what's a clever name? Like I need like a cool brand name for myself. You know, it's a mask. And um, I knew that was going to happen and I was so scared by it and so I didn't do it and then the universe kind of forced me to where I was like ready to take this leap and I switched everything over to just being Lauren of love and then I started to cry and cry and cry and I was like, oh my god. Who am I? Like, who am I if I'm not teaching business? Like, who am I if I'm not helping women make money? Like, what what even am I? And I went through this whole identity crisis of just being lost in this unsure state of like where I was going next. And in my business, I'm a projector by human design. So I have a nice bird's eye view of things and I can see where I'm going, where I'm headed, you know, overhead view of of what steps to take for myself and for my clients and my students, you know, and it's really a fun gift to have. But in this particular case, I didn't have that. I had no vision of what was next. I was just taking this leap and going, oh, fuck, I don't know where I'm going next. And it felt so scary. I was one at one point in Sedona, we did mushrooms and we're like in the creek you know, I had this like beautiful healing by the creek. And uh, I was crying because I couldn't, first of all, I was just really depressed. I was in a lot of pain. I was really uncomfortable. I was feeling really, really lost. And I couldn't figure out what I would even create content on anymore. And I started to try to rack my brain. I was like, well, maybe I could talk about inner child work, or maybe I could talk about this. And I just started to feel so lost in not knowing. And in that healing by the creek, I got this vision of shifting the podcast into sharing my life story, sharing what I've been through, right? And the lessons that have come along with it. And also too just really sp- sinking in deeply to this concept of healing your life to manifest all of these other things that you want, right? And I started to sob. It was like for the first time I could see and understand where I was headed. And that took me a while to get there. It took this like big leap of not knowing and trusting that the vision would appear when I was ready for it and it did. And that was really cool. And so now I'm home, right? After seven long months of changing and shifting and growing and and having these big breakthroughs and being home is really freaking hard. Like it's beautiful and I'm so happy and I'm having like amazing, incredible moments and I'm celebrating so much. And at the same time, I'm now back in the thick of my business more than I ever have been before. I'm jumping full force back in after not having been here for seven months, not being in this energy, you know, showing up kind of like I'm on vacation, right? Because I was focused on my healing. That was my number one priority. Now I'm focused on creating the life of my dreams because I've done all the healing work, right? Like, and I know there'll be more to do and that's fine. But like now my season and this chapter I'm in, it's like really cultivating The medicine of what I've been through into my life now, right? I'm making sure that it's all there for me, that my business is structured and stable and supportive, that my relationship is stable and supportive, that I take time for myself and practice self care, right? So I'm cultivating this new embodiment of who I want to be and what I want to be about in my own life, and it's starting to show up in my business. And I'm like, wow. I can't freaking wait to launch this Heal program. I'm so excited about it. I'm so connected to it. But also, there's a lot of fear. I have built a business for the last five years speaking just to businesswomen. That's the truth. For five years, well, maybe like the first two years were different, but most recently, I have done that. And it's all been about supporting you guys, talking to you guys, and tying everything back to business. And saying, oh, healing work's important because it helps you make money. Or, you know, this is important because remember when you're a business, like just all of that stuff, right? All of the ties to business. And I just feel this deep calling in my heart to help people even more beyond that. You know, I don't think you need to be a businesswoman to recognize that you want a better life for yourself and to recognize that you are ready for healing and to take the steps and to do the work. Um, and this this story we tell ourselves is like oh well when someone's in business it means that they have the financial leverage to actually make an investment so you can make more money if you're speaking I don't care like I don't care sorry I love you all so much but I don't just want to help you right I don't just want to help business women I want to help the whole freaking planet with these tools and these resources and these breakthroughs that I've had and I want to share it with the world and And I'm going to take that big leap, right? I'm going to take that big leap and I'm going to launch this Heal program. It comes out in March. The details are in a link in my bio on Instagram. You can go to Lauren of Love and just see the whole sales page. But I'm going all in. And I'm committed to helping as many women as I can navigate this feeling like they want to do better for their lives, but they don't know how. I'll show you how. It'll be awesome. So yeah. So that's what I'm navigating. And it's like really hard to um, take big leaps always. It was hard to do it when I first quit my job, when I was in television, it was hard to take a big leap when I left what is perfection and went into business, babe. And it's hard to take big leaps now as I'm shifting into this new thing. Right. And like, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. What's really important is when you're shifting and you're growing and you're doing something different is to focus on where you're going and not on where you've been. So like if you've been in a pattern of maybe overeating or you've been in a pattern of not attracting clients or you've been in a pattern of self-sabotaging thoughts or actions, whatever it may be, right? If we play this story out that says, all I've ever done is this, or it's all I know, or, oh my God, look how much time I wasted. I should be farther along. All of that is living in past energy and we really need to do a better job for ourselves of sinking more deeply into where we're headed, where we want to go, who we want to be, how we want to live, right? And cultivating that perspective and sinking into that perspective more deeply than recreating the same reality over and over again by looking at the past, right? So I could look at my past and say, oh, well, I've only ever taught business women, whatever, but you know what? I'm going to look at my future. And I'm going to decide that I'm going to look back on this video like two years from now, three years from now, and just like smile so hard knowing that everything changed the moment I decided to commit to doing what I really wanted to do. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go all in. And that's what's happening for me. So with that, there obviously are changes coming up. I would really love to use this space inside of this Facebook group to talk to you guys about what I'm navigating in my business. I love that this is called the Sacred Success Community. I think it's super cool. I think it has a beautiful energy about it. And I want to show up to share with you guys kind of behind the scenes. Thank you, Rachel. You're awesome. Thank you. I feel like a new person. So that really means a lot to me. Um, But yeah, so I I still want to use this group and I still want to show up to create for you guys the podcast. I'm going to be creating some new um, podcast episodes about some segments of my healing journey. I'm I'm really trying to keep a lot of it sacred because um, there was medicine work involved and I really just want to be like respectful and not um, blast the medicines all over social media, you know. Uh, So you can, of course, send me private messages if you'd like, if you're curious about anything but I am going to create some segmented podcast episodes to talk about some of the elements of what I've been through. We have the HEAL program coming up, so you can go to uh, laurenoflove.com HEAL, or you can go to laurenoflove on Instagram and click the link in the bio, it's really easy to find. There's a waitlist. I think we have 180 people on the waitlist for HEAL, and the doors are gonna open in March with a five-day challenge. I'm really excited about that, like so excited. And um, yeah, changes to the website, new courses coming out, new programs, and everything that's business related is not changing, right? Like Six Figure Biz Babe is still going to be running. Coaching Mentorship, still going to be running. I'm just adding these new flavors to my life that I'm super excited about and integrating them all into this new version of me and new version of doing business. So yeah, it feels really good. And I'm really grateful to have you guys all here. And I will, of course, see you on the next video. Thank you guys so much for listening. Welcome back. I love you. Have an amazing day. Thank you, Amber. I'm excited for it too.